Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Saturday, December the 5th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, all of whom are connected to you directly or indirectly. The people, places, and things that you pray for, you labor in the spirit about, you intercede on behalf of you take boldly to the throne of grace the things that you make de- declarations for. Where the Bible says that if you declare and decree a thing in the earth, that it shall be established. Those things that you bind and loose, the people, places, and things. So we are called as intercessors, we are called as people who pray to intercede on behalf of people, places, and things. And so we thank God that he uses us in the earth, that his will might be done through our obedience, through our obedience. So thank you all so much for joining me on prayers for your day. This is December. We are reading a Proverbs a day. So since today is December the 5th, we are on Proverbs chapter 5. And the way that I prepare so that you can prepare yourself as as well, I listen to the Proverbs. I usually start from Proverbs 1 and I just listen uh, for however long I can. And then I'll read it the night before. Um, I'll read it again in the morning. Um, I'll take some notes and then I'm ready for um, whatever it is the Lord would have us pray about specifically the morning of. If you get behind I don't want you to worry about getting caught up. Just start where we are and allow the Holy Spirit to catch you up. Um, and, you know, if this is your first time listening, then praise God. Welcome. You can jump right in at Proverbs 5 and let the Holy Spirit lead you in ways on how to get caught up. Even if he has you go back. He, he I know the Holy Spirit will have you go back eventually. And sometimes we want to get caught up that we end up just throwing in the towel and we don't want anyone to do that. We are preparing to enter into 2021 seeking godly wisdom in every area of our life. And so as we started this week, we learned that there are benefits. There are godly benefits, moral benefits. Um, there are health benefits. There are um Benefits that we get in terms of safety and God guarding us. And so personalize the benefits, personalize the promises of seeking and gaining wisdom that only God can give as you read chapters one through four. As we enter into chapter five this morning, and again, I can't read all of the scripture, but I have um, I have a certain part that we will pray on today as I as I sum up um, Proverbs chapter five, Proverbs chapter five is a warning against adultery. And let me preface this before, uh, for anyone who has found themselves in adultery, what I say to you that if you have repented, if you have turned from your ways in Christ, there is no condemnation. So I want to preface this prayer by saying that if you have repented, if you have turned from your ways, if you have Um, made it right with those who um, were hurt 
by the act and you have made it right with God because just like David said, first God, I sinned against you. So the first sin was against God. Then it was against, you know, everyone else. In that case, he couldn't make it right with Uriah because he had Uriah killed. Um, But I want to say that you first have to get it right with God. When it comes to any form of sexual immorality, we first have to get it right with God. Then we have to, and, and in doing that, we repent and we turn, we turn from that. We turn from that. And then we get it right with those who uh, were hurt by it because there is all, anytime we go against God's law, uh, there is someone that is hurt from that. And so through Jesus, we, we have someone that has atoned, has made an atonement for our sins. So we don't live in condemnation. So I want to say that first, because this could be a, a sensitive topic for someone who may be experiencing some level of um, guilt or having a hard time for, for having a hard time forgiving themselves. So the warning against adultery. Uh, basically, one of the things that I want to bring our attention to is that anytime God repeats himself in his word, we need to pay close attention to it. So back in Proverbs chapter two, um, one of the things that we learned about wisdom, that, wi- that wisdom will save us from the adulterous woman, that wisdom will save us from this. So if wisdom saves us from this, that means that if we find ourselves in adultery, we have not used wisdom. And we and we have not used the, the wisdom of God. So we need that's one of the reasons why we are seeking wisdom so that we don't go into 2021 repeating what we found ourselves into. So that's one thing. The other thing is this, as I said yesterday, when the Bible it's like a plea is being made by Solomon when he says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight. We keep hearing Listen to it. Pay attention. Listen. Get it. Gain it. It is being stressed. Why is God stressing a warning against adultery? Now, we'll read about adultery again in Proverbs. So that means God is serious. He's very serious about this right here because what it does and so I'm going to pull out a certain scriptures. It says from the lips of an adulterous drip, honey, and her speech is a is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as gout, sharp as a double edged sword. So I underline, but in the end, because we need to know that there is an end. There is an end to that situation. There will be an end. There will be an end. Then it goes on to say her paths are crooked, but she knows it not. What does that mean? It means that obviously if a person is in adultery, they are deceived. They are deceived. And what do I mean by that? The spirit of deception has taken a hold of them, meaning they believe that the grass is greener on the other side, meaning that they believe that, um, Somehow, no one's going to get hurt. That when it's found out, no one is going to be hurt by the act. They are deceived that this is where I'm supposed to be. Even though the Bible says what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And I refuse to believe that uh, people get married and they go commit adultery. And so and then they marry that person that that was the person that they were supposed to marry. God doesn't operate like that. God does not operate in a way that you are going to leave 
someone that you made a committed relationship to in front of God and go and be with somebody else and that and that he's okay with that. Um, then it says to keep to a path far from her. What does that mean? It means run like Joseph ran from Potiphar's uh, uh, from Potiphar's wife. It means to run, do whatever you can do to keep away from the, the person who is pursuing you. So that means if you gave your number out and they blowing you up, block them. That means that if they're on Facebook and they're your friend, block them, Un- unfriend them. As long as you allow yourself to flirt with the enemy, you will find yourself in that situation. When it says you will say how I hated discipline, how my heart spurned correction. It says at the end of your life, you will groan. So a person may have married the person that they were in adultery with. And they may have, you know, done fine. But it says at the end end of your life, you will groan. See, we never know what it is like for that person when they are taking their last breath. We never know what it's like for that person when um, they have to bury that person that they may be committed adultery with in, in um, marriage. It said, but at the end of your life, it doesn't say through your life. It says at the end of your life, meaning that at the end, there's going to be some regret to, to what was allowed you know, for what that person allowed in their life, there's going to be some regret. And then it goes on to say how I would not obey my teachers. I would not listen to instruction because usually when someone is caught up in adultery, there have been people that have come alongside them to say, you need to stop. There usually have been people that have come alongside them to say, this is not right. But they didn't obey their teachers. They didn't listen to their instructors. So they, it says they go into the brink of ruin ruin. And then at the end of uh, 23, he says he will lie for lack. He will die for lack of discipline led astray by his own great folly. I want to be very clear about this. And this is where we have to own it. If we've ever found ourselves in this situation, we have to own the fact that even if your husband didn't pay you in, in any attention, he did not make you have an affair. Even if your wife wasn't everything that you needed her to be, she did not make you have an affair. It is through a lack of discipline and being led astray by your by a person's own, their own foolishness, right? The Bible says, um, that no man can be drawn unless he's drawn from his own lust. So we have to own that. But again, there is no condemnation. But the word comes, wisdom comes so that we don't find ourselves in this situation. So we have to purpose in our hearts ahead of time. If somebody approaches me, this is how I'm going to respond. We have to purpose our our heart ahead of time. Nope, yeah, I used to deal with so-and-so. I'm blocking this person. Nope, yes, I know I made a mistake. I, I shouldn't have done it. I asked the Lord to forgive me. I need you to forgive me, but I'm, I'm, I'm done. Why? Because the Bible says at the end of your life, you will groan. So please, if you have not repented and you find yourself in this situation, please repent because the end of it, does not do anyone any good. I don't care what goes on. I don't care what it looks like. The word of God says at the end of your life, 
you will groan. I believe the word. I believe the word. We have to believe what God says. Believe the word of God. Let us pray. Father God, oh, I'm sorry. Before we pray, let me go over the scriptures. Verse 17 through 20. Let them be yours alone, never be to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. As loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an adulteress? Why embrace the bosom of of another man's wife for a man's ways are in full view of the Lord and he examines all his paths the evil deeds of a wicked man ensnare him the cords of his sin hold him fast he will die for lack of discipline let astray by his own great folly let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we come giving you glory, honor, and praise for being God and our God alone. You are the great I am. You are the true, wise, loving God. And we bless your name on this morning, O oh God. We thank you, God, for leading us, Heavenly Father, to read the book of Proverbs so that we can so that we can get wisdom, so that we can gain understanding, so that we can turn our ear to hear, hallelujah, oh God, what you are saying in this hour. God, we thank you, hallelujah, that in wisdom there are benefits, hallelujah, that in wisdom, seeking after wisdom, seeking after you, oh God, hallelujah, that we can gain knowledge, that you will show us the secret things regarding our finances. You will show us the secret things regarding our health. And God, you will show us the secret things for those who are married and those who desire to be married in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, for any of us who are on this line and who have committed adultery, even adultery in our hearts, oh God, for your word says that a man, so a man thinketh that he is. Your word also says a uh, that if a man looketh at a woman and he lusts after her, he has already committed adultery in his heart. So even though there may be some, oh God, that have not committed the physical act of adultery, if any of us have done it mentally, if any of us have done it in our heart, oh God, we pray right now that you would forgive us in the name of Jesus. For God, your word said that you would forgive us our sins as far as from the east as to the west and that you would remember them no more. Hallelujah. God, we recognize that if any of us find ourselves in this situation, even in our hearts, that we first sinned against you. So God, we ask that you would forgive us now in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray and we lift up every married couple, oh God, that you would bless their union we plead the blood of Jesus over every marriage, oh God, hallelujah. And we declare and decree, hallelujah, that every husband's fountain be blessed and that he would rejoice in the wife of his youth, the wife that he married in his younger days, oh God, the wife, hallelujah, where some couples have been married for 5, 10, 15 years, oh God, that he would return to the wife of his youth, oh God, that she would be a loving doe, a graceful deer. 
and that her breast would satisfy him at all times in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. We pray that his eyes would be open, oh God. Hallelujah. So that he could see the snares that the enemy is trying to set up for him. Oh God, we pray that his eyes would be open, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that he would keep his path far from her. Hallelujah. And that he would not go near the door of her house. We pray right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For every man in the name of Jesus, oh God, that he would know that it would be for his lack of discipline that would lead him astray to his own great folly. Hallelujah. And not what his spouse is, his wife is, or is not doing in the name of Jesus. God, hallelujah. Let us recognize that our ways are in full view of you. Hallelujah. The good, the bad, the ugly, the secret things. Oh God, they may not be exposed to the spouse, but they are exposed to you. Oh God. And you said that our evil deeds of a wicked person, that our evil deeds, oh God, would ensnare us. You said the cords of adultery, the cords of a man's sin, when it comes to adultery, would hold him fast. But we declare and decree that even those who find themselves in a stronghold, even those that are caught up in soul ties, oh God, we declare and decree that the cords, that the chains are being loosed in the name of Jesus. Even now, the chains of adultery are being loosed for every man and every woman. The the chains and the cords of adultery are being loosed in the name of Jesus and no longer will this sin hold fast unto them. We command the spirit of adultery to loose them and let them go. We command the spirit of sexual immorality to loose those, hallelujah, and let them go. Pornography, loose them and and let them go. Masturbation, loose them and let them go. Fornication, loose them and let them go. In the name of Jesus, for the lack of discipline, hallelujah, is trying to draw them. So God, we bind, hallelujah, discipline. We bind discipline to the hearts of those, hallelujah, who have gotten caught up in adultery. We bind self-control in the name of Jesus to the hearts and minds of those who find themselves in adultery in the name of Jesus. God, we bind your word that they will rejoice in the spouse of their youth in the name of Jesus, both men and women. Hallelujah. We bind your word to their hearts and to their minds that they will rejoice in the spouse of their youth in the name of Jesus and they will no longer be in snared hallelujah by the evil deeds of sexual immorality for God we know that our ways are in full view of you oh God and we know that you examine our path God your word says that at the end hallelujah your word says oh God that in the at the end of our life if we don't turn that we will groan in the name of Jesus so God we pray right now in the name of Jesus that at the end of our life, because we've repented, because we've turned from our evil ways, because we've made it right with you, oh God, hallelujah, that you will give us beauty for our ashes in the name of Jesus, because we've turned.
turned, hallelujah, from adultery, oh God. We pray, oh God, hallelujah, that our flesh and body will not be spent, oh God, but that we will rejoice in your word, that we paid attention to wisdom and we listened well to insight in the name of Jesus. So God, we thank you for this word on this morning, oh God, as we prepare our hearts to say no to adultery, as we prepare our hearts to say no to sexual immorality, as we prepare our hearts, oh God, to keep our path far away from him or her in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for giving us strength. We thank you, God, for giving us boldness to say, no, we can't do this anymore in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that in you there is no condemnation. Hallelujah. So that as we finish this prayer, we don't have to dwell on our sin. As we finish this prayer, we, oh God, forgive ourselves as you have forgiven us. As we finish this prayer, oh God, hallelujah, on today, we thank you, oh God, for your loving kindness and that you didn't allow any of us to die in our sin of sexual immorality or in or in any sin of adultery. We thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that in you we are new creatures and old things have passed away. And the sins of sexual immorality, including adultery, masturbation, fornication, hallelujah, and everything else, oh God, is done. It's done. It's done. The sin is done. And it is no longer prevalent in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.